When I was a young girl, a boy from my neighborhood took me along with the rest of them to throw stones at stray dogs. He thought I'd cry and run away. Imagine his surprise when I started joining in. When I nailed one between the eyes, it dropped down dead. That was the first time I ever killed something. It surely wasn't the last. Over the years, I've developed quite a taste for it. The people fear me because I am unpredictable. They think I'm the mad woman with her finger on the trigger that could kill them all. And they're right. I wouldn't hesitate to lay waste to this entire city if I had to. But power is as addictive as blood, and now that I've had a taste of it, I'll be damned if I'm letting it go. General Celeste, to what do I owe this unexpected pleasure? Isn't it late in the evening to be making social calls? What does it matter? You never sleep. True. But I'd have thought you'd have been enjoying Quint's company at this hour, rather than coming down here to see me in the workshop. An hour ago, Vass's forces almost succeeded in tunneling their way under the city walls using the catacombs. If I hadn't have had the foresight to set traps there, he'd be sending an invasion force through as we speak. So? You promised me a warship to rival any the world has ever seen. In exchange, you get power resources and the privacy to pursue other projects. I have delivered everything you've asked for at every stage of development, but still my flagship is grounded. When will she be ready to fly? Ah, this old chestnut. I've told you before, you can't rush this and you don't have anything to threaten me with. I'm as immortal as my brother. Our deal is mutually beneficial. You'll get your ship. And in the meantime, we risk Vask learning about its construction and taking steps to shield his troops from attack. He's already camped too close to the walls for us to shell with the Armada. He's not a fool. I agree. And then there's that little bitch at Cornwall. Lady Verond. I hear she's become quite the politician. So what else are you tinkering with down here? I need to make a statement that will make people too afraid to mess with us while we wait for the launch date. What has that little twisted mind of yours got hidden away for a rainy day? Ah, now you're talking my language, General. I may have just the thing. Mr. Chionte, Mr. Sakujo, be seated. I will be with you shortly. Pressing matters of finance 
have delayed our appointment. Help yourselves to refreshment. We have many fine spirits. Just water, thanks. As you wish. The decanter on your left. I will return. How long will we have to wait? Depends on how seriously he's taking our offer. This feels like a waste of our time. Lady Varand calls the shots. Besides, it's nice to take a little time out from all the fighting lately. Jade's in charge, but Flynn's advising her. Cut Flynn some slack. He gave up on everything he'd been raised believing in to help us. Well, obviously you're on his side. Sides? Mia, there aren't any sides. Fine, let's change the subject. Do you think anybody here might have spotted Dante? If you brought him back to Karma, it'd be a big help. We can ask, though I'm not sure about the guy. Leto's last words were not to trust him. Guy could have said anything, and he warned us about the shifter. Probably another mind game. Yeah. But I was the one wrong about the coming darkness. Leto was trying to do more or less what we are, just in the wrong ways. And Leto was bonded to a Dijin too. What if he was the third magical warrior the prophecy foretold of, and I killed him? He was a monster, and taking him out was the best thing we've done since we've got these powers. Yeah. I apologize for keeping you waiting so long. Not a problem. If I understand correctly, the noble houses want to buy our services exclusively. Uh, This is correct? You'd be free to take on your own contracts as a sideline, but we're willing to pay handsomely for the bulk of your time, and obviously no core runs. You know what people are calling your little uprising at Kalma? No. An uprising? The noble houses aren't a power on the continent anymore. The core destroyed them. That's a lie! What she means is that where there used to be five noble houses working separately, the crisis caused by the core has given them focus. Now they're united in a way we haven't seen since the Manor Wars. A commonwealth? Exactly. Interesting. The Veranda girl is leading the charge, they say. Jade Verand is head of the council. A young girl. Untested in leadership. She's more than up to the task. I see. Of course you realise that currently business is very good for us. War sells, as they say. We sell to the Vasque's troops. We sell to the sellers at the capital. We sell to the common man. We can sell it to you too. But not at the risk of excluding another market. That's not what we're asking for. We hear things up here. The floating market is a respite from the world below. But words filter up. Word of two spellcasters who fought at the gates of Kalma and staged an attack on the capital. They would fetch a massive reward should their bodies be presented to the court. Right. Well, thank you for your time. Mia, we're leaving. Now. But we're not. Now. Oh, I can't let you go, Mr. Keonte. Not when these fine gentlemen want to speak to you too. Bounty hunters. And they're willing to share their reward. One exit and it's blocked. Two by the door, three in the room. You've been a gracious host. You even thought to suggest we leave our weapons outside since this was a business meeting. You've missed a trick, though. Oh? You should never give somebody bonded to an ice elemental a glass of water. (laughs) Mia, go! After... After them! 
I'm obviously out of practice. I can't remember the last time I had to walk this far. Luckily for me, I figured out how to use my magic to make a ball of light, or I'd be stumbling through these caves in the dark. If what Walker told me is right, then there should be an exit to this tunnel soon that'll open up into the Forest of Silence. They say the place is haunted, but then I guess I'm hardly one to talk. I really hope there aren't any furies down here. I am not having a good day. Hey, I can feel a breeze. Looks like my luck might finally be changing. Tight on time today as we're preparing for the arrival and negotiations of the Icarian Embassy, so let's get right down to business. What's the first item on the agenda? Refugee placement. As you all know, the grounds are rapidly filling with civilians from other lands. They are, of course, most welcome. We have been housing them in the gardens here on a temporary basis, but frankly, we are running out of space. The council representative for Escuno has suggested that we take a census of their professions and put them to work on constructing a new town outside the wall. All those in favour? Against? Passed unanimously. Item 2. Recruitment and expansion for the House Guard. I personally believe that we should be training more warriors to defend Kalma, freeing up more hardened soldiers for the conflict against the Corps. I agree. We need to make defence a priority without jeopardising military operations. We've had a handful of volunteers to date, but we could double our guard if some of the retired members agreed to become instructors. Have we... I'm sorry, did anybody else hear that? Hear what, Tannin? I thought I heard something. Never mind, where was I? You were just... What was that? Flynn. Something's in here! Somebody's gone into the room! Get the council out! There! So something's shimmering. Jay! Behind you! <laughs> Jay! There! A poor soldier! You must have broken whatever was making him invisible! Assassin! Lady Veranda, are you alright? It's just a scratch. Call a medic. An invisible assassin from the capital. General Celeste is opening up a whole new bag of tricks. Who would have thought it possible? Does the device still work? It looks like a relic from the Manor Wars, but someone's been tinkering with it. There's wires, some kind of power source strapped to it. I think I cut them when we fought. That's why he reappeared. Have our best people look into it and double the guard. Let's just hope these things are in limited supply.
You did what? I went to see Ananzi. It's not as if I need your permission. He provided me with a cloaking device for an invisible assassin. Sadly, that Varan girl is still alive, but I'm certain it's ruffled a few feathers at Karma. You idiot! Have you got any idea what you've done? What I have done, Quint, is what I thought was necessary, and I don't have to explain myself to you. He owns you now! Bullshit. Nobody owns me but me. Not you, and certainly not Ananzi. You heralds are too full of your own importance. <sighs> if that's anything but foreplay, you are in trouble. Ananzi's dangerous. If you want to survive, then don't make deals with him. Oh, please. All this for just one bloody assassin? Celeste, don't turn your back on me! I warned you. Now listen to me carefully. I am the one in charge here. You might share my bed and I might let Ananzi play his little games. But it's me who calls the shots. You might recover from this wound, but don't ever forget it. I have no equal. My word is law. Now get up. We have work to do. And why ever do you think I'd only have one assassin? Make way, coming through! They're still on our tail. Either we lose them or we turn and fight. We can't risk using your magic on the market. The electricity could short out something important and drop the whole thing onto the continent. There are conductors and lightning roads on the outside, but nobody ever thought that they'd need them in here. Well, we can't keep running like this. We won't have to. I've got a plan. We're on one of the external walkways. Try not to look down. It's a little late for that. We can't get back to our quarters, so the bags we brought with us are lost. Luckily, your sword and armor are stowed on our airship, so we just need to get to the docks. But they're on the other side of the markets. That's five miles away, and we're three decks down from here. Yeah, this is the bit you're not going to like. Edge, what's your plan? Incoming ships pass under this segment of the market. If we drop onto one as it sails under us, we can catch a ride straight to the docks. That's a long drop. But we jump from the airship onto the supply train, it's not so different. If we miss, it's a very long drop. Do you have a better idea? I hate you. Three, two, one, jump! Hey guys, mind if we catch a lift?
explain it to me again. Oh, well, you see, the thing is... In a clear and concise tone. We laid a trap for the spellcasters from Karma. I thought that perhaps it would be more likely to your liking if you found them already captured. And I suppose the money had nothing to do with it? I assure you, I was thinking of your best interest. You were thinking of yourself. Now they're probably already off the market, and I'll have to scour the whole damn continent before I find them again. Perhaps... He's thinking. I think carefully before opening your mouth right now. Good. What do we do now, Harker? We have the spear. Now we just need to locate our quarry. Perhaps your contacts here in the market could help with that. Do you know anybody, or does someone owe you a favor? Maybe. Yes. And you're in luck, because she'd enjoy seeing Chianti get screwed over, too. An old acquaintance? Old girlfriend. Ah. Sounds perfect to me. Who is this woman? She appraises relics. Her business is on the far side of the stack. Then by all means, lead the way. What happens when we catch up with the spellcasters? Divide and conquer. Now that we have the teardrop spear, the question isn't how to kill them, it's how to get in close enough to use it. If we can keep them apart or drive a wedge between them, that makes our job easier. What do you think will happen then? Across the continent, I mean. The noble houses and the core fight it out. I thought you didn't want General Celis to win. I don't much care who wins or loses, as long as I fade away into the distance. What about Vask and his army? He'll either unite with the noble houses or be killed by Celis. Either way, his side isn't winning anything. What if... Huh? Hey! Did you... grab my bottom? Not that I wouldn't mind, but how would I manage that from over here? That's odd. I thought something pushed past me. There's nobody else here, it's just the two of us. I suppose. I just thought that... Parker! What's going on? What hit you? Someone's here! I can't see anybody. No, wait. There is something there. A shimmer. Like an echo of a person. Get this guy off me. Hold still. Thanks. Looks like you put him through the wall. What's back there? Looks like pipes to the upper decks. Water. Seen for heating. That kind of thing. Somehow this assassin is invisible. But now he can't move without giving his position away. The steam flows into all corners of the corridor, and... There! Let's get a look at you. He's wearing a core uniform. Celeste. Looks like she didn't want to take any chances that I'd come back. What are you doing? Searching the body. If he's a core assassin, he'll have a small crystal radio on him. He flicks the switch and it sends a signal to the capital so they know he's succeeded. Here it is. Now they think you're dead. Better than actually being dead. Where did Celeste find the tech to do something like this? It looks like somebody's hacked into a relic from the Mana Wars. Does it work? Not a chance. I know relics and this thing's busted beyond all repair. Somebody's clever though if they've worked out how to hack magical Mana War artifacts. It's time for us to go. If Celeste sent him, she might have sent more, and I didn't make it a secret I'd be coming here. It looks like we'll be leaving the market earlier than expected.
starting to miss the tunnel. Everything looks the same in this forest. The trees, the bushes, even the ground. It's just all one bland grey mass. <sighs> It'll be night soon, and I still don't feel any closer to the dragon's graveyard. Walker said I'd know when I was near, but whatever gifts he thinks I've got, they're not working. Maybe I should just camp here tonight. Night's falling. At least I don't have to worry about how I'm going to make fire. I think I'm starting to like these powers. What is it with this place? It's like the forest saps any hope right out of you. What happened here? If I could just see... Ready when you are. Let's get out of here. I'd call the floating market a write-off, wouldn't you? Take off. Should we lay low for a while or head straight for the Knights of the Word from here? I don't think Bounty Hunter's going to come knocking on the doors of my order. They'll take more balls than we've seen from these guys so far. Flynn's going to be pissed that we blew the negotiations. They were laying a trap for us. There wasn't any negotiation to be had. Still, we need those ships. Can you hear something? What? I don't know. It sounds like it's coming from one of the storage compartments. Edge. What? What have you found? It's a bomb. The bounty hunters booby-trapped our airship. It's going to blow! Hang on! You've been listening to the voice talents of Jasmine Bruton, Peter Jinks, Lauren Curtis, Hannah Johnson, Louise Warren, Paul Godbold, Olivia Steele, Tom Richards, Jonas Stattmuller, Ilya Divyansky, Connell Kelly, Shane Vetner, Vernon L. Vincent, Ben Warren, Jamie Davison, Mohamed Faisal, Stephen Warren, Jerry Chang, Martin Davison, Mike Young, and Matthew Sangster as the narrator. Golden Age was written and produced by Cascade Studios, with music by Sam Dillard. For more, visit www.cascadestudios.co.uk.